haven't started yet. <laughs> okay, when God's word comes, what happens to our lives? That's what I'm going to share on this morning. When you come into a dark room, everything is black, what is the first thing you do? Someone will say, switch on the lights. And the light goes on and there's light. And, and the Bible tells me that God's word, the entrance to his word, gives light. And when God's word comes into our lives, then light comes. Now, uh, the sun shines by day and we see the moon shines by, day, by night. But God's word, ever powerful, comes and shines yeah, in our hearts. And today I just want to encourage us to enter into God's word. How do we, how do we go about unlocking the word of God? Well, Proverbs 1 verse 23 says, Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you and I will make my words known to you. Holy Spirit. So that's the one thing. How does faith come? Let's have a look. When word comes, how does faith come? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. God, without faith, it says, we cannot please God. That's the scripture. And if you look at the story of uh, Peter walking on the water, uh, <laughs> it's an amazing story because Jesus wasn't in the boat with them and the storm was rough and they couldn't see. It was very dark and they saw Jesus walking on the water like a, a ghost appearing to them and uh, they were afraid. And Jesus said, do not be afraid, take courage, it is I. And Peter said, if it is you, Lord, tell me to come. And Jesus said, come. So the word came to Peter and faith came. When the word came, faith came, he got out and he walked on the water. So how does the word come? The Bible tells me faith comes from Romans 10, 17, comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. So if you want faith, the word of God. It, how does health come? Health and well-being. Let's have a look at Proverbs 4. I've got it marked so I can just switch over. Proverbs 4. Verse 20 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings, and do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Um, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their body. Right, so look here. Yeah, this we're going to look at another story in the Bible. There's no time up there, so I'm going to have to turn around. But anyway, oh, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> right, the story of the Roman centurion. Now, Jesus was walking on along the road, and the Roman centurion came running up to him and said, will you heal my servant? He is crippled at home. And Jesus said, okay, I'll come. But he said, no, hang on. You just have to say the word, and my servant will be made whole. So Jesus was actually moved. He was actually marveled, he said. And I think it's the only time when Jesus is marveled at someone's faith in the word. He was marveled at his faith. And he said, as it is, you have spoken, so it will be. And the servant was healed at that very moment, the Bible says. Right, so how does joy come as we moved? You want to know? <laughs> how does joy come? John 15, verse 11. Let me find that one. Right, John 15, 11. That's Jesus now speaking. These things I have spoken to you. Okay, his words coming to them. My joy 
that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. So joy comes from the word, from the word of God. And if you, if, if you know Jeremiah in the Bible, he was known as the weeping, sorrowful, always down, suffering uh, servant of God. <laughs> and even, even he knew what it was or how to, to uh, get faith and how to uh, get joy in his life. Because the Bible says in Jeremiah 15, 16, your words were found and I ate them. And your words became for me a joy and a delight in my heart. So that really picked up this very sorrowful guy because he trusted God and, and the word became a delight in his heart. How does fruitfulness come? Oh, okay. I might not be able to do all. Look, there's so many things that the word brings to our lives. I'll, I'll never go through all of them, but I'll break this one down. Um, Luke 8.15. Now, this is the story of the, the, well, the parable of the seed. The seed is the word of God. And it says in verse 15, just to bring it to in India, but the seed is the good soil. And these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart, back to the heart, and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. How does fruitfulness come? Fruitfulness comes from the word of God. And, and uh, there's a story I've got. Maybe I can share it. Someone can bring you some water. <laughs> Stop the clock. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Thanks. Right, there's a story I, I once heard with a, someone wanting to know, what does God want me to do? And this guy cried out daily. What, do you, what, what, can, what shall I do, Lord? What, what, what shall I do? What do you want me to do? He cried out and cried. Eventually, a voice came through and says, do something. I said, wow, that's an amazing word. Do something. So, he, said, so he, he, he carried on asking, Lord, but do something. What? What shall I do? What is the something? Do something, the voice came. Do something. Eventually, he got so desperate, he shouted at the top of his voice, and the voice came back and said, he said, what shall I do, Lord? And the voice came back and said, anything. <laughs> now, now, we don't have to do the anything because we have God's word. And God's word will tell us exactly. It's the seed of God. Tell us exactly what to do. In Peter, it speaks about the precious and magnificent promises of God. That when they come to us, they'll increase us and increase in our lives and we will not be fruitless and useless. <laughs> I don't want to be useless. So that's the word of God. How does anything, I'm done. Oh, okay, can I, can I finish it off? The last one, and it is the last one, I promise. The, the authority. Where does authority come from? Let's go. Can I finish it? Right, thank you. Seven minutes is gone. Sorry, guys. And I, I told Gabe, you put me in a box, a seven-minute box, and and there's a, like Odini has to escape. I've got to escape out of the box in seven minutes. <laughs> Yo, it's a bit harsh. But anyway, seven minutes is up. Sorry, but I have to share this one with you because this is powerful. And in, in Ephesians 6, part of the armor of God, verse 17 says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Now, 
how does authority come? It comes by the S word, the spirit added onto the word, the spirit word. God's word is the S word. And Jesus used that S word against the devil. So we, also, we can also use that word. When he tempted in the desert to turn the stones into bread when Jesus was hungry and he was fasting, Jesus said in uh, um, Matthew 4, 4, I'll read it. Well, it says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The word of God, everything that proceeds from his God. Our, our authority comes from the word. And that authority is the same as what, what David used. He used the sword of the spirit, I believe, you know, in the spiritual realm. But he used the sword to eventually chop off the neck, the head of the, of, of the devil, of the devil, sorry, not the devil, of Goliath, which is just like the devil coming at us. And what do we do when fear and intimidation come to us? We've got the word, the authority of God's word. We can also slay the Goliaths that come into our lives. Colossians 3, just in closing, let the word of Christ richly dwell in you. Yeah.